0: Rise and shine. It's a great
1: day in the North Woods. Hello camp friends. Welcome to another episode of the Camp Voyager podcast. I'm John Bergman and you can hear from the crackling fire in the background that we are at the fire circle again for this episode because it's time for another trip story today's story is told by joe bauman who was a counselor for a number of years from 2007 all the way to 2019 so joe come on up to our figurative campfire here our digital podcast fire circle and tell us a good trip story
0: Oh, I I it was I had a four day trip that was one of the most difficult trips I had ever done at that point in my time. I had a good crew of kids. And so I had our entry point and I was looking at planning and then you know, I had I had our our CIT at the time, I had a seventeen-year-old camper as well, I had a really strong fifteen-year-old camper and I had a really strong thirteen-year-old camper. So I'm looking at I've got a four-day little Indian Sioux trip with a really strong group. We can't just do the Little Indian Sioux to Moose, right? We we th- This crew needs to do something better. So I get them around the the map uh, at the kiosk by the mess hall, and I just go, okay, here's where we're starting. Where do we want to go? And, and this was, at the time, I was trip director, so I knew where all the pickups were. I knew what our options were. And so we're looking it through, and then we get to well, wait a second. Here's Nibbin and Bibbin, and that for for a while that was on our on our our trip. Mountain there was this uh, Sterling Creek uh, was like one of the one of the places on the trip. Mountain to go to, and I think uh, Tom Greist had taken a trip through there or something like that. So there are all these legends about Nibbin and Bibbin being tough. And they're like, okay, we're going through that, and and so we launched. Out of Little Indian Sioux on our first day, and of course, getting up to Little Indian Sioux takes forever because you got to get through inspection. inspection. It, you know, the group that's going with you, because you're you're dropping a group at Moose River, the group that's going with you also has to get through inspection. So it doesn't matter that that my group is really gung ho, ready to go. The other group, you know, like we've got. To, come on, guys, get your cabin clean. We need to we need to go. We got to get going. We've got we've got miles planned for today. And so we get up to Little Indian Sioux, we're starting at like 11 or 12 o'clock, right? So it's a, it's a late start. And we're like, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to make, we're almost trying to make Moose River by that night. You know, we've got about five miles of portages to go through and um, we get onto Lake Agnes um, fairly late around dinner time. And we're looking around and it's just, every campsite on this lake is taken. There's like 12 or 18. And it's like, okay, where can, where do we go from here? Where's our, where's our next place, the camp that's campsites that's on our route. And we realized that we have four or five more miles to get there. It's like, okay, we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta move. And, you know, granted they were able to move. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a huge setback. So we you know we have to do 280 rod portages after already portaging for five miles, as it was, and we get onto um, oh I forget the name of the river that comes out of Stewart Lake, Dahlgren, the Dahlgren River. We're getting onto the Dahlgren River. The sun's getting low. It's getting colder out. Mist is coming up from the river. It's just beautiful. You know we're loving it. It's like this is really cool stuff. But there's no wind. The river's flat. We're paddling through there. Um, just a, an absolute magical time. And so we take the portage on to Stewart Lake. The sun is just setting, so it's starting to get dark, and we're seeing, okay, that that campsite's taken, that campsite's taken. There's two more around the corner we can't see. So we're paddling around. The sun is down. Wolves start howling. You know, like, this is like, w- what could be better than this, Right. Wolves start howling. The stars come out. We get to a campsite. We walk into okay. There's people there, so there's like there's one last spot. We paddle across. It's open. Set up camp. You know, it's it's pretty late. We're tired. Set up camp. Fall asleep. I don't even think we had dinner that day. You know, we were so tired. And we're like, okay, tomorrow's the tough day, right? We're going through nibbin and bibbin'. So Nibbon and Bibbon is part of the Sundial Lake Primitive Management Wilderness Area. So the Forest Service does not go into this area to maintain portages. They don't go in to maintain campsites. Um, I don't know. There is a campsite on Sterling Lake. Uh, It goes Nibben, Bibbon Sterling, um, which you have to have a special permit to camp in because it's part of the Primitive Management Area. I don't know if they maintain that campsite. You know, we were just going through there for the day. Um, but the portages aren't maintained. So it's, you know, it's much, it's much more difficult than your normal boundary waters travel. So we get to the entrance of the portage at Stuart, and we're expecting it to be impossible to find, right? No, there's these huge cairns at the entrance to it like I, I like they're like stacked like three four feet high it's on this big open rock face and it's like oh well wh- why is it so easy to find this <laughs> you know how haven't people seen this before and you know we're going through the portage and it's just like well, there's nothing tough about this somebody somebody has to be maintaining it right so it's easy we get on to we get we get towards the end of that portage completely lose the trail. Granted we can see the lake from there. So we bushwhack through a bunch of weeds. We get down to the lake. We're on we're on Nibbin or Bibbin. I forget which is first. Uh and it's just like cool. We've we made it. We found them. Let's keep going. You know, there's two rods of mud to get from one lake to the other. We're on to Bibbin. We get off get off of Bibbin onto the portage to Sterling Lake. And then one of the Worst things you could imagine happening on a on a trip happens. I have a camper who's got a history of allergic reactions to bee stings. gets stung by uh, gets stung by a hornet on the portage. And so here we are. We're like, it's the closest exit. It's probably six hours to paddle out. To an entry point that's only one entrance per day. So nobody's going in and out of there. So we get, get him some get some of the antihistamine into you know, I'm sitting there at the EpiPen, and he does not go into anaphylaxis. And it's just like, oh, we're so, you know, like that's like that like that's one of my biggest worries up there. We continue on. So we continue on. We get onto Sterling Lake, no problems. Um, and so then uh, we we find the entrance to this portage out of out of Sterling Lake, and it goes for a ways. And then we lose it. We're like in the middle of the woods. The portage is gone. Um, we know that the creek is to our south. You know, so we put our we put our stuff down. We walk around, we're like, okay, can we find the trail again? No, we can't find the trail again. You know, we spent 10 minutes looking for it. So it's like, okay, let's just take our stuff down to the creek. At least we can, nav- we can walk along the creek till we get to a navigable section, you know, where the portage is supposed to end. Um, so we get onto the creek, we can somewhat push our canoes through the creek. So it's like, we don't have to carry things anymore. That's nice. And then we get to a point where we can't. So we have our packs on I've got I've got a canoe and a pack where you know we've got rocks under the creek bed and low branches like this is we're pushing through these branches while having to be super careful on our feet so we, we we're pushing through these bushes we finally get out onto onto the creek it's like oh there's the end of the portage. <laughs> you know completely lost it had no idea where it went um and we see the end of the portage when we get onto the on when we get out onto navigable water again sterling creek itself is completely overgrown with weeds so we have to get out of our canoe every 10 feet walking through knee-high mud pushing through the weeds back into the canoe for 10 feet of open water, back out of the canoe, push through 10 feet of weeds, back into the canoe. We're doing this for about half of a mile. So, you know, we're exhausted. About three o'clock, we get onto the Bear Trap River. And And I announced that, it's like, all right, we're on the river, guys. We're on the Bear Trap River. And one of the campers looks at me and goes, we're on the Bear Trap River? But so this camper knew that the Bear Trap River is is really difficult. None of the rest of us in the group knew. And when we talked about the route, nobody said, Oh, the Bear Trap River, I've been there, it's really tough. Nobody said that. So we get onto the Bear Trap River, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and we're tired, and we still have a really hard leg of the journey left today. And this is is where people start to lose it a little bit, right? You know, you you get a tough day on the trail, and and mentally you start to break down. My youngest camper is starting to sing. He almost is like singing out of a delirium on on the portages. I still remember the song that he sang. I'm a tightrope walker walking on the rocks. Like, that's what he was singing, (laughs) you know. and and so the portages on the bear trap river are not easy they're rocky the rocks are wet and slippery there's branches in your face they're tough right they're hard to find you have to take them because the the water they go around is is, is rocky it's whitewatery it's you can't you have to take those portages and they're tough they're not maintained and then on top of it it was a big season for beaver dams I remember coming out of one of the lakes, we had like a five foot tall beaver dam. We had to hike up and over. Um, We called it, it was the King Beaver Dam. Still to this day, it's the tallest beaver dam I've ever seen. And so we're we're doing this leg of the Bear Trap River. And again, it's getting late. It's like five o'clock, six o'clock. Campers are getting tired and angry, delirious. I'm doing the best I can. It's like, hey guys, you know, We're just we're getting close. We're almost there. You know, we just take this corner here. Two more portages. We're we're at a we're at a lake, right? We're gonna have our campsite there. It's always around the next corner. It's just one more portage, guys. And and I remember seeing like, okay, we're on the last portage going onto this lake, and the my count my C I T the the back of his canoe as he's going up a hill catches a little four-foot-tall tree stump, you know, four-foot-tall tree stump, his canoe catches it, and I could just see hit, like, every ounce of his body went into just pure, it's like, this is not stopping me, and he just lunges forward, (laughs) rips the, you know, the canoe rips this, this tree stump out of the ground, (laughs) and he just goes on as, as, as if that's a normal thing to happen. (laughs) You know, usually if your tree, if your canoe hits a tree, you're just like, set it down. Oh my gosh, I can't believe, ugh, bad luck me, right? No, no, he just like, he, he is so determined at this point to get done with the day that he just, you know, he almost doesn't even miss a beat as that canoe lodges against that tree stump. He just, one solid jerk, just pulls it out of the ground and keeps on going. <laughs> and and so we we get we get out of that section onto a lake i point across the lake there's our campsite it's open and thank goodness it was so okay we cook some dinner set up camp go to bed wake up in the morning hey guys what do you say we go two miles today (laughs) yeah we just cut the trip short we've done enough we had the two most difficult days on the trail that I think I've ever had still to this day and 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 I knew we had an out right we did not have to continue this tough leg that we had planned on and so the, the next two days we go about 4 miles each day trip is done and and I I have talked to those campers since that trip and you know they're just like yeah that was so tough love it awesome have all these great memories about it the cit charlie steiner was my cit on that trip he's the one who ripped the tree out of the ground out of frustration anger what determination whatever you want to call it he still gets upset with me about that trip i think he i think he still i think he understands that you know it it was a great experience but i think he still gets upset with me because he knew what the bear trap river was (laughs) (laughs) I had no clue.
1: Thanks, Joe, for sharing your great story. And thanks to all you that are out there listening. We'll see you soon at the Fire Circle here again. But in the meantime, if you like the podcast, it helps if you give it a solid review on whatever platform you prefer. But more than that, It's just great if you tell other camp friends about it you can also follow camp on instagram at camp underscore voyager and you can read a lot of other good camp articles with information memories trail advice all of that is on camp's blog which can be found at www.campvoyager.com forward slash blog we'll see you next time